Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people all ages around the world, this is another episode of Tyler Bryan Hour. I am your co-host, Be Heard, aka Brian, aka Prince, aka Prince Vegeta, without the hating, and I'm gonna pass it to the boy, Tyler the Libra. You wanna say something to the people? How we doing, folks? This is your co-host, Tyler the Libra, aka TTL. Let me just get a moment of um just a disclaimer for the actions that I had on last week's podcast. They were those comments were made out of ignorance. Um and moving forward about that top certain topic, um, it's something that you definitely can't joke joke with, fuck with, play with, be ignorant but, about. But no, no, let me, let me get this. Well, I'm saying like what comments exactly about the rape allegations and stuff like that. I knew, it was a touchy subject to begin with, as far as you know that topic goes, and I didn't. I usually when stuff like that occurs or we talk about stuff like that um i just blurt out what i say i most most of the things i say usually i tend to kind of just jump before i look and i didn't really take the time nor the research to actually just be able to talk about that in a more sensible way Mm -hmm. and i do apologize for those comments and i just wanted to make that clear that i do not want those comments to land on Brian, the podcast, or anything else that we have for our future endeavors, and I apologize for that. It's real mature of you, and not to really go this route, but just to be transparent, the only thing I was like, that's kind of a little wild, and like racy wit, was... um the if she's fine, should I let her rape me type shit? Because that's right, also yeah, a wild yeah, thing. Yeah. Only reason why I say that's wild too is because men, I, like even to the homegirl that reached out to us that had that group chat and talked to us, which I, I appreciate her, I love her for, and I, I respect that opinion. And I always listen to opinion, especially someone like her. I would take her word as uh, valid. My only thing with that is like male. Like, female to male rape is not taken as serious. Right. right, Rightfully so, because, you know, everybody has that ideology, like, you know, men are just naturally more stronger and more aggressive. So it makes more sense as to why uh, a lot of people, not saying that the, the people we're talking about are people that had, that la- the lady we had the conversation with, not saying that, or, like, her friend, but saying that most people wouldn't take the male rape serious. And, like, I, I, I mean... From what I've seen in females and how they act towards me, not saying all females, but some females have been a little bit way more aggressive and out of pocket. Um, a lot of them, I don't think, would really believe me if I came out and it was like hundred percent honest. It was like, yo, I got raped or this girl violated me in a way I felt uncomfortable. Like, right, right. That's that's it's a serious topic. So that's why I was like, that's a little wild. But to the things that you were saying about the Bill Cosby thing, although I don't agree with, I, I literally just heard it from an aunt. That Sunday, because right. we were talking about the Bill Cosby thing, and there is a lot of people not saying it's the right side. I'm on the other side, but I mean, everybody has a side. Like, there's a lot of people who believe that because it's like, well, why didn't you come out when it happened? And then, like, how are you gonna come out 40 years later, or or like, why did they not let him go now? Because I think to don't quote me on this, but to say. He wasn't supposed to get indicted for what he was saying, so it was pretty much one of those things where he had to admit what he he did, and he admitted to what he did, and he ended up going to prison for what he admitted admitted to, which is why like 
he got a sentence, but it wasn't supposed to be as long as the sentence was. But then, it, like, I don't know. It's a weird situation. It, uh, like, to, nonetheless, it's a weird situation. It, and he had those allegations on him, and I'm not trying to defend Bill Cosby, but I'm just saying, like, what from the research I've done. I haven't done a lot, but the research I've done in that sort of situation. So I I appreciate uh, the honesty, and that's probably why, that's, like, Tyler, you know, grown-ass man, he going to say what he want to say. So that's why I didn't really come at him in any sort of way. Uh, even if I didn't disagree, it's not like I was going to mute his mic or something like that. If, if me and Tyler both know, like if we ever said some out of pocket shit, we might like not saying we ever went back on a podcast and cut out some things or went back on a podcast and said that we couldn't say our opinions on certain things. But you know, like we're grown. Like my my biggest thing from this is not the apology. I'm glad you did that though. That is that is a very mature, that's a respectable thing. But uh, not saying to the, the friends that reached out in the group chat, I appreciate y'all, love y'all, thank you for that. I'm saying to the other friends that reached out, I have no issue with you guys reaching out and voicing your opinion that you felt a certain type of way of what Tyler said in his actions. That's fine. My thing is, give us, one, a chance to grow, if we're generally going to grow, and then two, also praise us if we're, because I felt like we had a pretty good, healthy, organic conversation about Carl Nassib right after that which is ironic and fucking terrible timing but I felt like you know what I'm saying like we do a lot of good and like hell like ever since the resurgence of this podcast we, we've had a lot of good mental health talks and like right, yeah. like BLL talks and just just life in general and like trying to be a decent human being so I, I'm not saying that like it's anyone's job to do that but I'm just saying <laughs> like if you want to come talk to me about a certain thing that you feel a certain type of way I'm fine with that That's please do that I have no issue with that. Also, but if you feel like we're talking about some good things that you feel like are important to put out there in the universe, talk to us about that too as well. Just like I will always listen to you if you if you able to come at me from both angles and give me a chance. And that's that's all I ask for. Just give us a chance because I, I saw like one one comment. I mean, it's it's more of a acquaintance. I think that's another thing I need to start utilizing more. It's like. Not everybody's your fucking friend, even if you have them on Snapchat as friends. But acquaintance definitely was like, oh, I don't know if I could really listen to the podcast anymore. I was like, all right, you never give us a chance. Right, yeah. Give niggas a chance to grow. And, like, the thing about it with this podcast, and I had a f- certain friend, because I spoke to her about it, shout out to her, and, like, she just put it in perspective is that this podcast is just a platform for us to voice our opinions about and what our opinions and what we think about the current situations in the world today. And there can't be with that. We have a chance to kind of do good. Cause everybody, cause we have genuine friends that want to see us like succeed and do good in this. Mm-hmm. So we can't fuck up like that. And I agree that I did fuck up and like, you know, just, just be just be patient with me. It was like I said, it was out of ignorance, not necessarily defending what I said, but you know, I there have been times where like I mean, there's always going to be times when there's like we have to have fuck up room right. sometimes. You know, it's just one of those things where like it's it's almost like a PR moment, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's just it's just one of those things where like I can't even really I can't even really joke about it or laugh about it now because, like, of the whole blowback that I got, and rightfully so. But I'm still learning. I'm still growing as a human being. I'm still trying to become the person that I want to be in this world. And I don't want that one little thing, that isolated incident, to 
put my friends to put me and my friends in like a I guess like in a situation or just like a bitter light, I guess. Well, my thing too is like had I don't well, I don't know. It, <coughs> the only person that knows that is you and God. I don't know if that's how you generally felt about a lot of situations. Even if it's to this point at this day, my biggest thing is like, if you stand on that, that's I can respect that because that's how you feel about certain situations. Not saying like you're a hot mic, like you're trying to say shit to just be spicy. I don't think that's what you are from who I know from the past 20, 22 years. years. Yeah. And I never known you to be that. And also like the with the friends too is like, you know, you know, they know you. So it's not like. You might say some off the wall shit, but I don't feel like they don't like it might have been out of character, but it's, it's like they still know you. You know what I mean? It's not like what they took what you said was law. I I hope not. Right. And even if even with me, if I say some off the wall shit and I, I say something that's kind of crazy out of pocket, if you generally know me and you feel like I, what I said was out of line or you feel like that's not who I really am, I have a conversation with me. Not saying I'm a double back on cuz there's some shit I'm like Stoic in my mind And some shit Like I'm trying to like Reverse how I think about shit Like I don't want to Kind of lean to a side Anymore I just want to be like Alright I believe in right and wrong But I also right. want to Believe in my own opinion So And the thing about it Is like there, There's opinions That people have And obviously There's There's no backing that But there I mean There are such things As like Bad opinions You know and, mm-hmm. You know And Until you actually Like learn more and talk to the people that were involved in like situations like that, then there, I see no, I see no uh, problem in reversing that bad opinion and making it a good one. If, that if, if that's sense, how you, know? you feel though, I, I, my, my only, my only gripe, I mean, obviously don't say no shit to get us super canceled, like say some off the wall shit, but my only <coughs> gripe ever will be with Tyler um, is if if that's the hill that you're willing to die on, I can respect it. Right. Because I definitely feel like we we are two different people. Like we have there's a yin to yang to us. Like, and I don't want people to think that like, oh, Brian's always the calm one or this kind of that. Nah, I mean, I like I said, I fly off the handle as well. But it's just I'm gonna say something that I'm gonna stand my ground on and, and believe. And if right. you don't like that, you can have a conversation. I'm willing to have that conversation with someone. It's just let me know. I'm like. And that was the thing that I've been juggling with all week that, like, I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this apology. And, like, it's something that, like, do I really want to stand on what I said? Or do I just want to actually apologize for being ignorant? See, because, like, my thing is, like, not saying you're not genuine. I just hate apologizing because it's, like, when I do apologize, I want to be sincere. Like, if I, I felt that way in the moment, like, that's how I felt. I'm not saying that I'm not ignorant enough to where I can't learn from my mistake. Exactly. But it's like, right. I have to make that mistake and, like, be able to move forward. Because, like, there there were some people, like, I don't know how many people hit you, but there were some people, oh, you should take down the podcast. No, nah, I, I don't think that's necessary. Right. I don't, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I was in here. Like, you heard me talk to Tyler on the podcast. And, like, you ever heard me say it was wild. But, like. I don't feel that way. And I, like, the only thing I, like, really flat out, I was like, yeah, hey, I don't I don't agree with that, was just, like, the, the rape thing, like, towards you, was, like, right, with the yeah. female. Yeah. Because that's a fucked up situation, because there's not much, a lot, someone can do. Especially 
when that becomes a your word versus my word thing. Yeah. And, like, there's a lot of female homies and friends that's probably been in that sort of situation that I feel bad for. And there's nothing, there's nothing I could do for them. I could be there for them, mostly support this and the third, but there's physically nothing I could do for them. Right. Which is a sad reality that it is. But, yeah, that was the only thing that was really wild. And the only reason why I say keep saying that was the only thing that was really wild, don't think, like I said, I'm not, let me specify, if you really listen to this podcast, I'm not defending Bill Cosby. I just saying that, like, literally that opinion and that side came from one of my relatives that same weekend. So there are people that believe that. I don't believe that. Me, be her, don't believe that. But there, there is that side. So <clears throat> it is what it is there. I mean, you feel better? Feel like you got that off your chest? I don't Yeah. Want- and, like, it's something, like I said, it's been something that's on my mind that I've had to deal with, that I've had to wear. Um, for a good week now. So, yeah, there's definitely, you know, there's definitely a blowback to this, but hopefully that you guys can still accept me for who I am. And if you know me personally inside and out, then you will. And, um, yeah, just, just give me, like I said, I'm still, I'm still learning, you know, as a person and stuff like that, as a human being, as long as I take those learnings and I, put them into fruition in my future life then you know then all is well yeah because also like no bullshit no cap i mean you could vouch this if i'm lying me and Zyla never talked about it outside of literally before the the pre-production was just like yo you want to talk about it on the pod and he just shook his head yeah and, and that was like five minutes ago mm-hmm. so in my opinion that's how i was like i, I whatever it's all i want to do he wants to address it and apologize and I felt- for it that it was <clears throat> and I felt it's imperative for me to address this. You know? Mm-hmm. I said what I said. I need to wear it and you know, blow back. Just blow back. As long as you still look, you know how I'm rocking. You know, you're my boy to the end so it proves otherwise I just like as long as whatever stance you have, you generally believe and you stand on that, I my, you know I mean, I'm not God. I'm not. I'm not better than anyone. I'm trying to reverse my mindset. I used to have a high, not like a God complex, but I used to have a high mindset on certain things, and I was pretty stubborn with things. So I'm trying to realize that I'm a flawed human, and like I we're all flawed, man. Like it's just one of those things, and like from from who we hang out with, from our personal group, who we surround ourselves with, we are surrounded by very genuine and understanding people. Yeah, daily. I would agree with that. And, you know, there's people that, you know, don't know us as well. You know, they just know the podcast, know we do photography, know that we stream, you know, video game stream. And, like, they might have a different opinion on us on this than they than our friends do, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, it's one of those things where, like, if you're just going to judge us off of this one blowback and it was a significant one, I'm not going to lie, then, you know, I I don't know how to put this. It's like if you're just going to judge us for that one blowback, then like kind of don't need you in my life to begin with. I mean, if because then you know people like that, they start making opinions and suggestions about your life more than you fucking do. Right. I mean, I think it was. 
preterteen. Like, I don't even know that's how the right word to use it. I, like, it, it's like they already put you in a box. Right. They already had their, their judgments. They already had had a flaw in you. And, like, I don't think I've really said anything wild. Maybe I have. I don't know. We probably have said some wild shit on this podcast. Oh, I know I have wholeheartedly. Like, this is episode 55. Like, there's 50-plus podcasts of this. So, I mean, like I said, as long as we're growing, you know what I'm saying? Just know what – just know what – pick your battles, man. Just know what, what you're getting into, you know? Because it's like – like I'm telling you, if, if it was too crazy, like, we wouldn't upload it. And only reason – <laughs> I put the Bill Cosby thing in the title. It was just for clickbait. It wasn't because I knew Tyler said some outlandish shit and I wanted to like set him up. I would never do no shit like that. I was just doing it to get uh, clicks on the podcast. That's the only reason that Bill Cosby was in the title. Nothing more, nothing less. And I'm just playing the game. Like like I said, if you, if you know me or you want to know me, I, I me and Tyler are both very reachable, very attainable. I mean, I might not be as much as him because I don't be out like that, but <coughs> you, you you could come talk to us if you really have to. But, yeah, man, uh, just give us a chance and let us grow. Please. I felt like uh, that was well said. Uh, how are you doing today besides all that? Uh, I'm all right, I guess. Been better, but I'm all right. Anything going on? Not much. Just kind of just laying low. Uh just doing photography, just working on this photography shit. I'm actually trying, I'm actually trying to um, get back into music a little bit. Like I've been just playing some stuff here and there because I've always played some stuff here and there on the guitar. And you know, I'm actually trying to learn a couple more songs, just at least the bass part because I like playing bass more than I like playing like uh, like rhythm guitar a lot. I love bass, hmm. but um. Yeah, apart from that, and then just keep on studying for this fucking motorcycle license that I'm down to, I'm down to, like, less than a month before I take my written classes, my writing classes, so I'm kind of stoked and happy about that, but at the same time nervous, because right when you get there, you got an exam. Mm. Like, like the the whole day is, like, a video. And then after the video, it was like a, uh, like a 50-question exam. And for me, I kind of like, like that setup because I'd rather get the written part out of the way because I always feel like the written is obviously like more challenging than the actual like physical or like, you know, if you're doing any sort of like – it's like driving, like – like I always thought that like if I get the written out of the way, then the driving should be no problem, right? You know, so like I've always like that's how I've always thought. So I'm glad it's in that kind of format. And then after that, it's like four straight days of just writing, just weaving through courses in and out. And after that, we graduate, and I think we get an endorsement. And that endorsement allows us to go to the DMV and like get our license, our actual motorcycle license. So I don't know. So it's almost like a, it's kind of like a permit until you get your license, but you can still be able to ride 
and like show them either an endorsement or a license. So how long does that usually last? I have no idea. I think I've been, I'm, I need to research that because I don't think endorsements last too long. Like eventually it's almost like, like, like a driving permit. Eventually you're going to have to get the real fucking license, you know? Right. So I guess I'll have to study more on that to see how long it actually lasts. Cause it could take a while before I get my actual, like my own bike. I've been trying to save money. I've been trying to get a second job, dude. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that, and you know, and like I think me and our boy Phoenix, shout out to Phoenix, we have a little um vinyl trip that we're doing up in Minneapolis coming up soon. Just just to keep busy, you know, just to not stay on one topic, um, as, not to stay on one hobby as far as you know I go. So his birthday's coming up. This getting weekend. back to well, yeah, this man's trying to turn up on a Monday. Oh, that's when his birthday is. I knew it was like the weekend. I he said no, 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 no. He said he wants he. We're having dinner and everything on a Monday. So you know, Phoenix dude, you might be more wilder than me. I might have to give you the Libra. You might you you've been showing your Libra colors. That nigga's been telling me too. He's like, yo, bro, you coming out? He's like, I know you got my text. <laughs> And uh, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try to step out. If I could, I well <coughs> try. Seg- seg- try segue. Is a, try is actually a very key word, essential word for Brian. Segue into me. Uh, I actually talked to my boss, and it was actually a really good conversation. It was really healthy. Uh, he was like, pretty much, just like, yeah, man, I get it. Like life happens. He's like, you know, what I'm saying, you hard worker, you cool. Like, we want to keep you as long as we can. So I was like, cool. If y'all willing to work with me, if I could get off, I'm gonna switch it to where I'm like part time, but I'm not part time. Uh, basically, I just—I don't know—I don't know why. I, man, I should get this word tatted on me, but like, it's like a freedom thing. I just want the option. Like, if I could change it to where I could get off at, like, guaranteed, get off at three. So that way, like, if you're off early, maybe we could do the podcast early instead of doing the podcast and at that's midnight at thing, night. Man, if I get another job, fuck, what's going to be room for the podcast? You know? Ah, shit. I mean, it, it honestly be like me. <laughs> now, one week we had to do the podcast so late because I got off work like at nine or some shit. Yeah, that was stupid. We had, we it was like a whole week where we did like the podcast at like twelve o'clock. Like we started mm-hmm. at like twelve, and like. And it's it's actually funny too because if you get another job, I'm actually cutting hours so I have more time for the pot. But it's, it's the life we live, man. Um, yeah, so I talked to him, and then it, it, basically I just wanted to get it to where if I could get that guaranteed to get off at three or four o'clock, I have options. So if I want to go to the restaurant job and work there for a little bit, I could do that, and I make more money than I would just working at this job. If I want to go home and take a nap, I could do that. If I want to go. To, to like, Acura and get my car fixed or get a haircut. Like, there's so much just adult shit that I have to do that I just haven't had time because the time that, like, the prime time for you to be doing adult shit is literally when I work. I work 9 to 6. Like, right. there's no time to do anything that I need to actually do that's productive. And, like, that's so frustrating part. And that's kind of why I've been out of sync these last three months. And then I want to get back to streaming. I'm going to stream faithfully if I uh, really get the time and effort to. And I, I want to stream, and, like, that's that's just, like I said, just been the most frustrating part about it is just, like, I haven't had time or anything. So, like, talking to him was kind of, like, a reassurance. I still got to talk to my homeboy. That's the manager, which I do hate, though. It's not like I can't talk to him. Like, he's a cool dude, and that's, like, my homie from high school. But I just hate it because it's like, nigga, you the boss. Like, why? <laughs> I talked to you because you the boss. You're supposed to say, yeah, this is what's happening, and it's cool. 
So, I mean, hopefully that goes well. I think it will. I don't think he would be stubborn about it. Because I guess he did say I got him through the busy season. So, like, if it's supposed to be, like, more relaxed anyway. Because in the wintertime, <coughs> the latest we'd probably say is 530. Because we're, like, you know, we're a lawnmower company, pretty much. So, it's not going to be as busy in the uh, in the wintertime, especially in the Midwest. So, it's like, I kind of want to save myself. Because that way, if I'm streaming more, if you don't get that part-time job, I mean, if you do get the part-time job, if we're doing the podcast more, if I get that place, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just want the options to be able to, to live my life again. Because I'm trying to I'm trying to get an organic schedule. I feel like once I get an organic schedule, kind of like how football was, I feel like life will be easier. But it's like, like last night I went to the gym at like 2 o'clock. <laughs> I think I'm some crackish. <laughs> like, it's, it's just trying to find a balance. <clears throat> and that's the hardest The thing. older you get, the more... The more sleep take like is essential that I've learned, man. Because like I can't, like I remember fucking. I think it was a couple weeks. I think no, no, no. I'm lying. It was actually like a few months ago, man. Like I took this trip up to Ames. Don't ask why. (laughs) (laughs) Took this trip up to Ames at like twelve o'clock in the morning, and then didn't come back until like three. And my ass woke up at six. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for work and like it was cool and all it was cool and all at like 21 through like 23 or 24 oh, now, yeah, you now, feel it. now as a ripe age of 26 I'm feeling it you know this is not cool anymore I need my sleep and this is just like ugh. cause you remember we used to be able to just like stay like you got work tomorrow yeah do this 2.30 in the morning I know <laughs> it's just it was one of those things where we just kind of said fucking just dealt with. I can't say fucking anymore. <laughs> I can't Yo, do that. Here's here's something that blow your mind. When was the last time you like slept seven hours? Not even eight. Not not even eight. When was the last time you slept seven hours? Actually, last week I went to bed at like fucking nine thirty and or ten. Like I I just didn't feel good. Mm. It's kind of sick to my stomach, mentally, spiritually, and physically. So, man. I, I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I cannot stay asleep. Like, I'll wake up in the middle of the night. Like, yesterday. like I Last felt, night, I kept waking up at, like, like two-hour intervals. Like, yeah. like, I woke up at, like, 12, then I woke back up, like, around, like, 2 or 3, and then woke back up at, like, 6, and then by the time it's 6, fuck, I got 30 minutes till I need to get up. <laughs> I think I woke up at, like, 10.50 last night, came home, worked on some things, I don't think I, I went to bed at four, didn't fall asleep till like five, woke up at seven, did it all again. And mind you, like, <clears throat> so those four hours of sleep that I got within those like eight to like seven, like 15 hours or whatever it is in between, I was running on four hours of sleep. So it's not like I had like a whole bunch of sleep. And, like, the reason I fell asleep at that eight o'clock time was because I was like, damn, nigga, I'm tired as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to go to sleep. So that's that's another thing is like hopefully once I because I've been working fifty five hours a week and I mean fifty five hours a week is not crazy but it's like when you do that shit every day, bro. When do we have time to actually like? When do we have time to actually take care of our bodies? Like as far as like, like a physical aspect because like, you know, come on now, we're getting older. You know, mm-hmm. like we're starting to see a lot of shit. Like stay there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Instead of like it moving anywhere, so like that's always been my essential thing. Is like as long as I got enough power to actually make it to the gym, then I'm set. I haven't even been having enough power to make it to the fucking gym. Oh, 
And last I'm scared. Night, last night was like the first time in like three or four weeks. And I've been paying the gym membership faithfully. I had no complaints with the gym membership late recently, but I'm not getting the, the 40 bucks out of it. <laughs> I might go four times. My pro- biggest problem is like recovery. I don't, do you have that problem? Recovery? Yeah, like I'll work out. Like I, like well, being I, that my job is already fucking physical as it is, putting in windshields mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So On like, your feet all damn day too. Yeah, so like it's almost like a price you got to pay if you want that. Because, like, the weakest part of my body is probably my legs. Not necessarily that weak. It's just, like, for some reason. And they say I, that's the first thing to go when you're old. Mm-hmm. So. I, I, I just always, like, kind of give out. Like, I just, just can't do legs. So I'm going to try to do it twice a week. But, man, I felt this. I felt this so much today. Like, like walking hurt. My knee, like, I didn't want to walk. Like, it's not like I didn't want to You know like, why I don't do leg day? Mm. It's because I need to fit. I need to keep at least. I need to keep at least the lower body, like, actually, like, slim so I can fit into Levi's. I want to be at least a 36 until, like, hopefully 40s, mid-40s. <laughs> I, I, I want late dates. I want to be all balanced. I'm trying to be a, I'm trying to be a, a, a pretty dad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's all upper body, no legs. <clears throat> um... I think it's time to get into this theory that I've been having. Okay. Now, let me cook, and TBH listeners, just hear me out when you talk, when I talk to this theory. Hopefully, I can get through it. I am sick. Uh, you probably heard it. I'm sorry. apologize. Like I said, probably because my body doesn't get rest and all that stuff, but nonetheless. So, this theory is, is, a, is something I've been having, and it's kind of an epiphany I've been having as of recently, right? <coughs> For real, nigga? Oh, sorry. Uh, and <laughs> with this theory, like, <clears throat> it stemmed from girls and, like, their body counts. Because before, I was the type of nigga that I thought the body counts really didn't matter because I thought it was more of a, like, an SCD, you want to be safe thing, right? That's what I was thinking with the body counts. But in actuality... The more I thought about it, it, it makes sense why people freak out about the body count. Not necessarily the body count, but the bodies, right? Reason being is because think about it. Say you have a girl who's 23. She's 23. She's only been sexually active for three years, right? It's very rarely, it's like unrealistic that someone's really having one-night stands like that. I mean, I'm not saying there's not people out there that have one-night stands like that, but it's very, very unrealistic. Nine times out of ten, it's a situationship or a relationship that you're talking to someone, right? So say this girl that's 23 that's been sexually active for three years has 30 bodies within those three years. So that's 10 a year. It sounds crazy because you're like, damn, you got 30 bodies. That's wild. Not saying that. Now, guys are whores. Guys are assholes. Guys are liars. I'm not saying that every guy's perfect. But this theory is, is it's not even about the bodies. It's not even about the sexually bodies. It's more of the, it's 30 people. It's more of the, me and tell me you had 30 situationships and relationships and none of them shits work out. So now I'm weary of that. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's what kind of blew my mind. Because I, when I was younger, I always thought that, oh, it's just because they had a lot of sexual partners. Like, nobody wants that because they had a lot of sexual partners. No. Niggas don't want that because if you got 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100, it's because 
You mean to tell me a hundred niggas didn't <laughs> fuck with you? A hundred niggas found you annoying? A hundred niggas didn't want this? What is the issue? What is, what is something wrong? Now, I'm not saying that, ladies, before you crucify me, before you crucify be her, lay me out. A lot of niggas are not shit. A lot of niggas are assholes. I had to learn this the hard way because I'm not an asshole and I'm not shit. Like, like that. But, bitch. I ain't saying bitch. I'm just saying bitch because I don't know all your names individually. But, bitch. Oh, there we go. <laughs> you mean to tell me that 100 niggas are all assholes? I don't believe that. I don't even believe 30. I believe there's at least five decent dudes on there. There might be ten. You might you might get lucky. Get ten great guys. Sometimes you have a combination of the two. That, that, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. So that's yeah. that's that's why that number is so interesting to me. Because it's like it, if uh, unless a girl had thirty one night stands and like she knew it was one night stands, she knew what time it was. That same girl that was like twenty three that only been sexually active for three years. That's unrealistic But if that happened Then okay I can't say nothing bad about you Because <laughs> nothing happened <clears throat> But yeah That's that's pretty much my theory Is that guys Are not looking at it From a sole number standpoint Like you had sex with You know 50 dudes It's Nigga it didn't work out With 50 dudes And you didn't date These 50 dudes Or you did date These 50 dudes And then that's another thing too It's cause it's like That same girl Just I keep using that number Just because it's an easy number To break down if, if she had 30 partners within three years and say she only had relationships, what does that tell you? That the relationships didn't work, that she could have been cheating on a nigga on the side, that she could be she could be traveling in that regards. And, like, that was my biggest thing. Because, like, younger me was like, oh, it's just the numbers. It's just the numbers and she's clean. I don't, you know, she could have a high body count, but if she's clean, then I'm good. Now it's like... Yeah, you could be clean and have a high body count, but then what is that story with that body count? Because I'm talking about the people that have a number that's, like, obscene. If you have 10, if you have 15, if you have 20, those are, like, realistic numbers. Especially, it depends on how long you've been doing it. Fuck, I don't even have that. That's what I'm saying. And I'm I'm kind of a wild dude. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. So, because, like... I, Oh, fuck it. This girl will never listen to the podcast. And I mean, I'm not trying to indict her. And it's not like no one would know her if, like, I said this. But I had a conversation with a girl. This is after we were, like, I guess it was a situation. It could have been more. I don't know. I was really. I ain't going to lie. I'm I'm, I'm going to expose myself here. I was really on some righteous shit. I was on some righteous shit and ratchet shit at the same time. Like, it was like I was saving myself for my girlfriend because I didn't want to have a high number a high body count but in actuality it doesn't really fucking matter as long as you're like honest with the person and like you talk about the situation but so like we didn't fool around like we didn't have sex i could have had sex with her but i didn't i did get some head but we was at a restaurant (laughs) (laughs) i got some head and then after i got some head we was at a restaurant right and then so we was talking okay never mind i I do no you don't know Okay, never mind. Because that was when I was in Arizona. Okay, never mind. I don't know her. And then so we was at a restaurant, right? And we we're talking, and somehow body counts got up. And then she was like, "Oh, I had three, but then I had a really bad summer." The and it's a really bad summer, right? So that's what I said. I was like, "So what's a really bad summer?" She's like, "Oh, so my body counts thirty three now." I said, "You had thirty in the summer, thirty? 
Was she light skin? No, she was white. <coughs> but a so, demon. How do you have Tyler? There's only technically three months in summer. <coughs> she had thirty. There's like ninety days in summer. So every three days, <laughs> she was taking somebody down. This is why this is wild to me, and this is why that theory came back into my mind. Not saying because it was solely her, but I've been thinking about this shit for a while. Because I'm like, yo, it's not about the bodies. It's more about the, the situationship, the relationship. is like shit didn't work out. Like, to me, that would be more of a red flag. It wouldn't, you know, like, if you could prove, not saying that someone has to, but if the lady could prove that, no, these were just dudes, that it was just a one-time thing, we, like, matched on Tinder, that might be better off than, oh, no, I had the same amount of dudes. It could be 20. She got 21 nice stands. She's clean. And she just wanted to get a freak on. She just, you know, hot girl summer. She just wants to do what she did. That might be better than the girl that had 20 relationships in 20 situationships. Now, if it's all on the guy, I'm not saying that there's not situations where it's all on the guy because guys are assholes and guys are pieces of shit. So you hear me say this, ladies, right? So don't think I'm just not talking about the guys. The guys ain't shit either. Like, we're terrible too. I will say that. There's some nasty niggas out here. I won't share a cup with. I won't share a blunt with. I won't share nothing with. There's some wild niggas, and they be eating ass. That's another thing for another day. But oh man, but yeah, the girl with well, the, his, yeah, I'm well documented. <laughs> the girl with the twenty relationships, the twenty situationships, might be a red flag because this shit didn't work. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a reason we're on the twelfth iPhone because the shit wasn't. It wasn't not that it wasn't working, but it got better over time. It's not like relationships it should make you better over time, but if you're out here on your 50th relationship or 50th situationship, even if you're a guy, it's a red flag. Like, you mean to tell me 49 of them didn't work because it was their fault? So then that's my theory. It's that it's not solely on the body count. It's the reason of the body count. If we're all bad apples, maybe it's the tree, <laughs> you know? That could be too, too. That, that could be true, too. But I don't know. I've been well documented on being very, very um, catatonic <laughs> with relationships and, you know, uh, women of that sort. And um, fuck, man. Just know what you're getting into. That's all I'm going to say. That's, that's just been my theme tonight. I'm keeping it PG. Well, because, like, I would say, <clears throat> I'd probably, if, if I had to count, like... I'm on PR patrol tonight. <laughs> if I had to count, like, fooling around and doing stuff, I might be, at most, 10. I'm trying to think through the numbers in my head right now. I might be at 10. And with me being at 10, a lot of those situationships kind of just sort of happen. And... It was more of a convenience thing rather than a feel thing. So then you could probably blame me for that. Because it was like, <clears throat> I like the situation. And, like, there's there's only one of those situations right, right now that I could probably say that if I had to ask one of the girls that I dealt with in my past to be my girlfriend, it would be her. But <clears throat> I don't even talk to her now like that for real, for real. So it, it could be me. I don't know. But yeah, that's my theory. It, it, it make it, I might actually do a like legitimately <laughs> breakdown of it, so it sounds better because I'm also dying because I'm coughing and stuff like that. But 
Yeah, so let me know what y'all think. And I hope y'all generally listen to it, too. Um, I'm not joining this fucking search party. <laughs> but um, speaking of dying, mm. UFC 264. I didn't see it. I'm going to say it right <sighs> now. I did not see it. I didn't partake. And also... Did you at least see the lake snap? Also, I I didn't even see the lake snap. I haven't. I my Twitter is deleted. Hmm? Well, not deleted, but like I accidentally like deleted the app. Like I was like phone. Like I sat on my phone. Hmm. And I accidentally deleted the app, and I was like, maybe, I don't know. Maybe this is a sign that I should stay off. So I'm giving it about another couple weeks to see how long I could go. I see. So. Just trying to cleanse myself a little bit. I hear you, righteous man. Um, so damn, she looks good. Who? See, you can't be doing this, dude. Like the audio listeners, like, Yo, what the fuck they talking about? <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, yeah. So UFC 264 was this weekend. It was Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier, the trilogy. Who that? <laughs> I might need to know who that is. But um, it was a trilogy fight. Conor McGregor won the first fight, but the first fight was when they was both very young in a career. This is before even Conor McGregor rose to the fame that he had. Then the second fight happened. Um, the second fight happened. Conor McGregor looked good, but I guess he was training for a boxing camp with either Manny Pacquiao or somebody. He was going to try to box somebody. But he ended up taking the second fight. Dustin Poirier has been on his rise, so he kind of had to start him. And then there was also COVID. So, you know, <clears throat> anytime that you can bring Conor McGregor back to, to be a draw, to make money, it makes sense. Connor looked good in that second fight in the first round. Looked very sharp. Stunned Dustin a little bit. Dustin. But when he stunned him, I watched it recently. It was like under a minute left in that first round. So it's not like he had a lot of time to operate because it was pretty much like a wrestling and they were kind of like uh, in not guard, clinch position. There we go. It was in clinch position, shoulder checking each other. They were shoulder checking the fuck out of each other. Like an upward shoulder to the jaw would actually hurt. Um, and then Connor was eating a lot of leg kicks in that first round, so then he got to switch his stance. And then when he, he, he had that front leg, that back leg that was injured, just couldn't support him, and he got caught and clipped with the uppercut, and that's where he looked good. So going into the third fight, Connor McGregor changed up the game plan. He uh, started off with a lot of, like, I don't know how to actually call him, but like a jumping back kick towards the midsection. Connor suggested just kind of keep him in range and, like, respect Connor's range with his kicks and things of that nature, but... Then again, that Poirier started kicks, and then I think Connor got in a situation to where he had to uh, <clears throat> try to take down Dustin Poirier. He couldn't take down Dustin Poirier, and ended up getting taken down and got hit with some bruised, <laughs> vicious, <clears throat> vicious, vicious elbows. And it was ironic too, is because they were trying to say that Conor McGregor had staff on one of his elbows. He's like, "Nah, brain damaging elbows. I've been throwing all camp. He didn't even get the chance to really throw no elbows. He was, he was getting elbowed in by Dustin Poirier. Uh, Dustin Poirier looked really good. Um, Conor was throwing these up kicks from the, the ground position. Uh, I guess from guard, if you will. I'm sorry. I, I don't remember the technical terms of UFC right now at the moment. But he saw a lot of up kicks. Catching Dustin, but Dustin still had uh, full control and stuff like that. They kind of stand up towards the end, and I, I really I, I watched it again, and I, I don't know if it's like like a leg position. I think he checked the kick, and then he like kind of put his leg down to have the stance, stand on it, and that mother just snapped. It it was kind of fucking disgusting, and it's, it's starting to like 
you know how you get desensitized to things? Like, I got desensitized to that. Like, I saw his leg snap, and I knew his leg was snap once it, like, kind of hit. And I guess because of how tough Conor McGregor's skin is, he uh, it didn't fall out, pop out the bone. And, yeah, that shit snapped. And once it snapped, that shit was disgusting. It kind of called a fight because I had to. It was a <coughs> TKO because Conor couldn't participate anymore. But then Conor wanted it to be overruled <coughs> into a doctor stoppage, which if it wasn't – if if it's anyone else in the world, not Conor McGregor, like that nigga's kicked out the UFC and Dana White calling him a bitch. Like, we, like we got to call a spade a spade here. And then Conor McGregor – yeah, like your leg snapped in half, bro. Like you don't have an ankle no more, my nigga. Like, and you was talking shit, saying his wife was in your DMs. It should be a doctor stoppage. You know what was gonna happen in that second round? No, we don't, Connor. You was getting fucked up. And I'm a Conor McGregor fan. Like I enjoy watching Conor McGregor fight. I feel I feel like he's good for the sport. <clears throat> but he's just, I think he's not only gonna say he's a loser at this point, but it's kind of like uh, I <clears throat> I watch a lot of Brendan Shop. Shout out to him and below the belt, but. He had a point where when guys get halfway in and halfway out the UFC, like, it's hard to maintain in the UFC because the UFC's fighters that are actually about that shit stay in it, and they're always in it. Dustin Poirier has been nothing but a UFC fighter. He said he didn't even like all the press conference stuff. He says he didn't like all the antics. He's like, he likes the money, but he didn't like all the antics. So, <clears throat> so yeah, that fight was kind of insane. Dustin Poirier was I think he won over fans because he was just like, yeah, man, it's just about fighting. Like, I don't know what the other shit is. It's talking about he going to kill me. Like, no, you ain't. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the fact that he was cool about it was 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 dope to see. But the UFC is being the UFC, and they're bending the rules for certain people, which Conor McGregor, he kind of deserves some rule bends, but I, I don't agree with this one. So, supposedly, Charles Overa is the lightweight champion. Dustin Poirier is the number one contender for the lightweight title. He took the Conor McGregor fight because it's Conor fucking McGregor. Like he, <clears throat> he probably gonna make he probably made a million off of this like weird ass first round. But he's gonna make more money off that fight. So Dustin Poirier didn't get hurt. He's still clean. Probably rest a month or so and then go back into training to fight Charles Oliveira. Charles Oliveira is the champ. If Dustin beats Charles Oliveira, he becomes a champion. They're saying that Conor. If it takes a year or so for him to recover, just to even walk, it's going to take six weeks. And, you know what I'm saying, to kick and get that leg strong. Again. Oh, my God. But Ew. if he wants to fight, Dana White has already said that he could fight Dustin Poirier again. So this nigga went from being the fifth seed in the division to snapping his ankle, getting his ass whooped in the first round, then talking shit with a snapped ankle and couldn't do nothing on the ground. To potentially, if Dustin Poirier wins, getting a title shot. I've never seen a nigga break his leg and then go, oh, yeah, we're going to put you in the finals next, next year, my nigga. What? <laughs> <clears throat> like, I, like I said, I am a Conor McGregor fan, but it's just like, uh, nigga, what are we doing? Then the Burns fight. Burns look good. Um, super dominant. Good wrestling. Solid hands. It seemed like Wonder Boy. Didn't really get the shots that he was looking for. I don't know what shots he was looking for. Didn't get to establish a jab. Kind of got taken down a lot, and it was just kind of like a grind fest for uh, three rounds. Um, Wonder Boy is 38 or 37. He's up there in age. You know, he's a karate kid, but he's probably never going to get a shot at the channel again, which is unfortunate because I think Wonder Boy does deserve to be a champion. 
but with 38 and you didn't look the cleanest and then not to mention that like that middleweight uh title shot is looking kind of scarce with Burns now Colby Covington and then uh Usman like yeah I don't think Wonder Boy's gonna get shot so that's unfortunate for him um the female fight was cool boy wonder <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, the female fight was cool. Uh, then in the TKO, uh, Greg Hardy fought on the card. Greg Hardy is a former defensive football player that choked his girlfriend onto a pile of guns. Oh, that's nice. Well, he. Well, that's what he was legend. Legend. She had the the picture, you know, the picture of domestic violence. Those just got dropped. So he. Uh, <coughs> He's been in the UFC. He's been better. Like, he's uh, he's on a path of righteousness, but then he'll talk about somebody else being an ex-criminal. It's like, uh, Greg Hardy, you can't say that. Shut up, nigga. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. Like, don't do that. And this nigga fought somebody who uh, does a shoey, Tua. Do you know what a shoey is, Tyler? What? Do you know what a shoey is? Absolutely no fucking idea. So a shoey is when you grab somebody's shoe, you spit a loogie in it. Like a legit loogie. I wish the fuck somebody would. <laughs> you spit the loogie in the shoe, and then you pour your alcohol choice in the shoe, and then you drink it. No. Now, I've seen other people that, like, have gotten a shoey and had other people spit in the shoe. That shit disgusting. Like, it's, it's all right. It's all right bad enough you take a shot out of a shoe. I will never be drunk enough. <laughs> this nigga does it. That's that nigga shit. And he beat Greg Hardy. No, he got rocked by Greg Hardy. <laughs> and then Greg Hardy saw blood in the water, but it's heavy weight. So he recovered quick, then stunned Greg Hardy and then knocked his ass out. Then I think took Dana White's shoe, did the little shoey, and just chugged that bitch and then tossed that shit back to Dana White. And then, like, as he's walking out the crowd, as people are handing him his shoes, and then niggas taking more shots. I don't know how niggas got bottles in the arena to where they could do these shots. Be like, motherfucker, I still gotta wear this. So, <laughs> like, fact, yeah, like, one shoe was just wet and the other one just normal. Like, that shit was wild to me. Um. Yeah, he won, and that was an entertaining fight. And then Sugar Sean O'Malley fought this dude who took the fight on eleven days' notice, took like two hundred and eighty punches to the fucking face, and then Herb Dean called it at like thirty seconds left in the third round because he thought he took too much damage. Which, in theory, he probably did save some years on his life. But I mean, I guess everybody and their mama, and even him, he wanted him to go out on his shield. Which it's a it's a tough call because it's like why he did call it in thirty seconds, but that guy really defended it with his fucking face. It was I don't know. It's, it's like it's a long ass whooping too, because like you know UFC minutes, <coughs> UFC rounds are not like boxing rounds where they're three minute rounds. They're five minute rounds. So it's like fourteen minutes of straight ass whooping. You just <laughs> getting punched in your goddamn face two hundred and like eighty times. I think he set the record for how much strikes he had. And he had, like, a total of 80%. So all them shits was landing, and that nigga felt it. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It was his first pay-per-view shot. Pay-per-view main card. First UFC event. The guy just really wanted to make it. And wanted that opportunity, and he's going to get one of the best people that's not even in the top 15 in Sean O'Malley. He he looked okay. Uh, I guess you want to give him, yeah, um, uh, you want to give him the ability to go out on the shield. But yeah, he got his shit rocked. So, and that's all I watched for UFC 264. I didn't watch uh, the 
the undercard. I tried to watch the undercard if it's a fight I'm interested, but if I'm not interested in the fighter, I, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't be checking for it. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the next topic that I want to talk about is making it. Dog, RDC World met LeBron and J Cole in the same week. Like the niggas that make skits about LeBron and J J Cole. Right, I saw that. I actually saw that. That's crazy. Dreams do come true, man. Bro, right? And like that could happen for us. Like, is there someone you would want to meet? Like, is there a model that you would want to shoot? And then, like, if you met him, like, you'd be like, "Damn, I I made it." Oh fuck! I don't know. There's not anybody that I actually like want to meet or like shoot. <laughs> like right now, I'm just kind of just going with the flow of everything, and like that's always been my thing too. Like as far like. You know, as far as, like, certain people that, you know, would be, like, star-strucking. You know, like, oh, my God, is that? I'm like, it's just a person, you know? <laughs> like, for, like obviously, they're not a person, but they're, like, just a person, dude. Like, they're just there. So, like, I've never really, like, i never really, like, seen people in that light to, like, where I would, like, die Meeting them like just be like stunned, but like I, I think it'd be cool. I know a couple of, like artists, like rock artists that like I would. I guess I would die. Okay, I would die to meet Ace Farley, like <laughs> from like one of the original four uh, members of Kiss. So yeah, I would die to meet him. Probably Paul Stanley too, and probably Wa- Roger Waters from uh, Pink Floyd. Those three are definitely. I would probably babble like like I'd be like incoherent meeting them, but that's about it. See, like my thing is like especially like with RDC world, like I love their creative creativity and like how all the videos are good and relatable, and kind of on the same boat. Like I don't know if I would really die to see a celebrity. Like there are celebrities I'm like really fans of, and I like would talk to them and stuff like that. But I'm more of a, I'm more of a like want to see LeBron at a. It's weird. I would want to see like LeBron's day, rather than just meet him. Like so, Supreme Dream, Mark saw him at the premiere of Space Jam, and he got to talk to him on the red carpet, um, which is cool and fantastic. But I would want to see LeBron like maybe like at a Lakers game or something like that because I <coughs> I love seeing people at their craft. Like, if you're a photographer, I want to see you work with the photography. Like, now I want to get in. I'm getting into cameras, and I'm trying to do my research on cameras just because I want to get a camera for the podcast so we can record the, the video version so they can see you on your phone. And uh, Yeah, yeah, and act a fool and all that, yeah. <laughs> so that's – but that's what I want to see. Like, I want to see a video editor. Like, whoever edits – like, I literally had this thought today. Like, whoever edits the Marvel movies, I want to talk to that nigga because, like – how do you use all these sound effects? How do you get the ambience and the timing and the editing? Like, I want to just see that nigga cook. And, like, how long do you spend? Because it's not like you realistically edit a fucking Marvel movie in a day. Especially with the Adobe effects and all this, that, and the third. They might not even use Adobe. They could use iMovie or shit. Like, not iMovie. God, no. Hell no. You could use <laughs> iMovie. But, um, he said iMovie. Final Cut Pro and whatever Final Cut Pro's effects are and stuff like that. Like, I want to meet people like that. I want to meet people that I can ask questions and see their craft. Like, that's who I want to uh, meet. 
And then like AMP, AMP is a YouTube channel. It's like a lot of the 2K guys, I think. Uh, Agent Double Zero's in there. Um, Chris is in there. Uh, Kai's in there. And like them dudes just bought a mansion in Atlanta. And like the mansion got like seven bedrooms. It's like a, it 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 doesn't look real, bro. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like I couldn't even even having seven roommates, I couldn't imagine living in a mansion. Like that that shit. I saw that today, or I saw that Monday, and I was just like, damn, bro, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And your rage, your rage is a YouTuber who's like killing it and doing well in that space as well. And that nigga, twenty three, just bought a crib, like a nice ass crib too. So that like making it to me. I want to meet my idols. I want to meet people that I honestly, I, I don't even mind meeting these creators because I want to just ask them questions. Like my biggest thing is like trying to figure out how to do this shit. Right. So I, you know what I'm saying? I never had an older brother. So I, I love like, and with the podcast, with the YouTube, with the Twitch, now with this video shit and this buying a camera shit, I might ask Tyler a couple questions about buying a camera. I don't know. But like, nigga, <coughs> there's so much shit to this. That is insane. I know. But there's so much to this that is just. Well, you got the fucking poison over there. You're drinking Mountain Dew. This is the first time I had a Mountain Dew. Like fucking disgusting. Yes. That's my only bad habit. It's a bad one. I'm not saying I, I can't deny you that. You drink Pepsi. Yeah, it's the only bad habit I have. I'll break it eventually. Um, but yeah, man, I want to make it. See, and then seeing all those guys do that shit in like within the two week time frame is just like, bro, I'm not doing enough. It was crazy. I'm doing a lot, but I'm not doing enough. <laughs> I need to do more. So shout out to all them guys. Shout out to RDC World. Shout out to AMP. Your age. Y'all niggas are inspirations for for real. And like seeing them niggas, them niggas be talking about a milli and seventy thousand this and that. I can't even break a thousand, but I'm gonna get there though. I don't know how, but I'm going to get there Um, to bring Tyler back into the podcast. You think men and women can be friends? What? I think men and women can be friends. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like, by friends, what do you mean? Like, because I have, I have female friends. Would you consider them friends? Fuck yeah, I consider them friends. I talk to them like friends. Well, because like my whole, the whole reason I wrote this is because I feel like it's more of an effort thing. And like outside of four, you just got you just got delegate who your girlfriends and who's your girlfriends. Because that's what I'm saying. Like one's always going to put more effort than the other. I used to have girlfriends that used to be literally like like tight about me having girlfriends, female friends, and I can see it now. I can see it. Especially how I was moving back then. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's just one of those things where, like, it's almost like the... Because, like, if the roles were was reversed, and they, you, and they oftentimes are, you know, I'd be... Would you be kind of tight if, like, your girl had, like, a whole bunch of guy friends? Because which ones... Because which ones are... Which ones do you put in like the categories? Because see, that's that's my thing, and that's why I brought that up. Is because it's like an effort thing. Like, if you like one of you have one of you guys have to put in more effort than other. That's just that's just a fact. 
There's no one in this fucking world. Even me and you are best friends, but it's not like we're a 50 50 split of far as after. real toxic. I don't even know what this nigga's saying. But. <laughs> but <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's an it's a effort thing. And that's the thing where I feel like people, that's why it's like kind of hard for male, females to be friends. Because it's like, I used to be the type of nigga to tap in with everybody. Like, I would tap and rightfully in. Rightfully so. Like, I mean, I, we, like, our friends, like, we, how we carry ourselves and how, like, we go about things, like, a lot of people gravitate to our towards our energy just because we're just, like, good people to talk to. We're good conversators. We're good people to have in your corner. We're very loyal people to have in your corner. So, you know. We gravitate towards males and females a lot. You know, we had we had a lot of friends. It's just that we delegated, we dwindled them to, you know, lesser and lesser as we get older. You know, because like now, I'm starting to get to the point, and I'm cool with a lot of people. So let me say that before anyone gets offended. But I would probably say I have four, like, female best friends. And there's only one of them I would call my best friend. And then the rest of them, I don't know. I'd have to put them in the category. Because then it's like it, it becomes an effort thing. Because a lot of them are cool because of work. A lot of them are cool with because they're cool with the squad. But, like, I would consider a friend someone that I could probably hang out with one-on-one. I feel like that's a fair definition. And there's not a lot of people I can hang out with one-on-one. And it's crazy, too, is because, like, the people that put in effort that really fucked with me, they weren't good for me. Like, all them niggas wanted to do was smoke and drink type shit. And it's like, damn, you my dog, you my day one. They might kill someone for me. That's how cool we were. But it's like, nigga, like, I don't smoke, I don't drink. I'm not saying, you're like, you're a bad influence because of that, but you're a bad influence because that's not what I do. Right. And it's like, I, like I, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to figure out this life shit. Like, let me figure out some shit before I decide whether I want to party or something like that. So that's why, like, do I think? Don't don't, well, I don't get into partying. Don't do it. This is it's a bad date. It's a bad habit to get into. Trust me. So just be good where you're at. And a lot of people be like, "Oh, be here doesn't come out." And like, I don't even trip on you not coming out to anywhere. I really don't. It doesn't bother me not a damn bit. But like, other people would be like, "Damn, like you're always out." Where's fucking Brian? Like, like. Let Brian be Brian, no. You know, he don't give a fuck about any of this. I promise you he doesn't. You know, like, he's working on him. Me, you know, you're going to see me because, like, I like enjoying people's company. I like being out and about a lot of the time. I like having things to do, and I like drinking a lot. So that's my problem. So, like, <laughs> when I have, when those two when those two become – the deciding factor for your weekend, you best believe that you're seeing a little bit of the Libra that weekend. And if you don't, and if you don't, there's something that went horribly, horribly wrong. <laughs> so I guess I could segue into the final topic. But actually, to go back to what you said real quick, we never went out like that anyway. So I never understood why people always grouped us together. I get because we're best friends and we was always close in high school, but niggas, that shit was disgusting for a while. Like niggas, like, like I'm not, we're not Mary <coughs> Kate and Ashley, we're not Marlon and <laughs> Sean. Okay, like, but even in high school, we didn't do that. Who didn't do that? You didn't do that. 
But I'm saying like we didn't do that as in like as we were a unit. Yeah, because it was like <laughs> freshman year. I don't know, year. man. I thought I made. I don't know. I thought I made a pretty good solo career without you. <laughs> I can say the same. But that's my thing. It's like freshman year, we weren't really like we were cool, but we didn't really kick it like that. Sophomore year, we started kicking it more, but like, it, like I was at school. Tyler skipped a lot. <laughs> Yeah, junior and, year, junior and senior year, I started going to Central, so I really wasn't at school. And then Tyler was at school, and then whenever Tyler was, me and you were at the same time. So wherever nigga you nigga would always make his rounds to everybody. Where, else. Yeah, wherever you wasn't, trust me, I made up for it. I covered ground. <laughs> so that's why I understand why everybody always kind of grouped us together as in like, oh, yeah, well, you're out, but Ty- Brian's not out. Yeah, somebody said that to me the other, like the last time I went <laughs> Still? out. Still, well, yeah, I was like, yeah, where's Tyler? I looked Don't around, fucking like, worry about it, dude. I'm a grown ass man. <laughs> dude, go, you, when you need to worry about yourself, I'm like, nigga, go talk to that nigga. Why are you talking to me? You so you, but you'll, you'll talk every day, right? We don't talk every day about you, nigga. <laughs> literally don't talk every day. Like well, today's the first time you messed with me in like a week, <laughs> and we go from there. Well, usually because now, especially now, yo, know, your ass would just send me a green check mark. So I was just like, right. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's also because we we usually get our shit off organically on the podcast too, so. But yeah, man, like to go to that stepping out point. I don't like stepping out when I don't have nothing to celebrate. I never understood that. Even when other people are celebrating, it's hard for me to to. I don't want to say fake it. It's hard for me to accept that I have to go back to reality. I can't. Get immersed in the nightlife and have a moment when it's like, all right, nigga, I still got shit to fix. I think about that a lot from you, for you. Dead, dead space. Well, I, I thought she was going to explain it, so that's no, why I was like. No, uh, yeah. It's one of those things where, like, like I said, it's just like one of those things where, like, Brian's not fucking comfortable being around you guys or being out there, so. You know, just let him be him and just let me be me. I'm here to entertain you 24 seven. Hey, where's the drink? You want one? Let's get, let's get <laughs> fucked to, you know, like, and it's not even like, it's a comfortability thing. It's just like, I'm comfortable with drinking. That's the thing. It's like, I, I don't mind having a drink, but it's like, if I don't get drunk, all right, what are we doing? And it's like, motherfuckers, <laughs> like and then that's what like motherfuckers don't get is like, they're like, oh, nah, this, this is all we doing. Like this, this is it. Like, all y'all niggas want to do is drink and then talk shit about the shit that you see. <laughs> Getting drunk is like a magical metamorphosis that occurs with the most priciest rewards and the most priciest of uh, consequences. Because <laughs> I've been on both ends, and you know, I rather like to say that I like to be on the one word. I get the most rewards, but like I get the most consequences out being completely plastered too. Last week being an example, I won't go into that. I might go into it on a on the unrated version of this podcast, but you know, you Subscribe guys to the Patreon. You guys don't need to know that. And I'm on I'm on PR patrol still, so yeah. I don't know. I, don't know. I never like going. I never like getting lit. In areas I don't trust. I could get lit at a party 
or with friends I fuck with, but I can't get lit with niggas I don't. I'm not going to some random fucking party. I'm not doing that to myself. Like I gotta know for me to actually go to a house party and drink it. There literally has to be five solid people in there that I have to know and have to fuck with. Because I am not stepping foot in there. I also generally, like, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody on the pod that be like, oh, no, you can get lit around me, be her, you can trust me. Yeah, I, I generally don't trust anyone to take care of me. Fuck, don't come to me. You already know not to come to me. <laughs> yeah. Although, your ass be plastered sometimes. And just be like, yeah, we're going to make it, we be all right. And I'm just like, all right. Yeah, I take those. Yeah, I take a lot. I take a lot of high risk chances. I'm a cowboy at heart, you know. Like as far as like what fatal consequences I take drinking, you know. Like I am. Like I was completely plastered last week. Still made home. Like, like either way, I find a way. Either I find a way, or I end up in between two cars or something, or I end up. Behind bars, one of the two, one of the three. Like, I am generally considering the Phoenix thing, but at the same time, I'm just like, like yeah, I'm, I'm a no. I'm just be in the cut, and like, I know I'm going to get plastered on a Monday. You don't have to, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> I like how you say I don't want to do that. Like, it's like it's not a like you. You have the option, bro. Okay, yeah, I have the option, but then again, you know. So yeah, you, okay, you you know what? I am definitely not. Nope, nope, not a... So, nope. let me ask I you this. I will save that for like do a Thursday. Not, do you not like going out without drinking? What? Do you not like going out without drinking? No, because I'm a natural... I'm a natural high. I'm a natural drunk, you know? So, like, with actual alcohol or weed or whatever, you know, that just that's just more icing on the already... Sugar cake, <laughs> yeah, I guess you know, like, like I'm I'm one of those guys that like I will literally just like laugh for no reason, just like out of nowhere. So like I don't need, I don't need to consume drugs or alcohol to act fucked up or like be fucked up because I already am. So it's like that. It's always been like that, and I will continue to be like that. It's not it's, that life is not for everybody. Trust me. You gotta be you gotta be a different level to have this kind of life. I think it's just now. I just I don't really. Eventually, eventually, I will wear down a bit. I'm saying probably in like the next couple of years or so, I will wear down. But you know, I'm just taking life for what it is. As much as my body will let me do in this time in this moment. I think it's just like I just. But then again, that could also fuck you up because, you know, thirty-five years of age, or like in my, I'm in my early thirties, and I've already developed a slur. You know, I've already got kind of a slur now. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's completely half of that is completely um, hereditary from my pops because, you know, most. He did most of his drinking, and he drunk, and my mom kind of drunk when she was pregnant with me. But uh, yeah, so I don't know how that works, but 
I don't know. I've had a very interesting life. I'm not going to get into it unless somebody wants to pay me to make this Tyler documentary. <laughs> you know? That would be an interesting one. I'm not going to lie. A Tyler documentary? <coughs> that shit would be at least three parts. <laughs> I, uh... A. <laughs> I don't know. I, I would just be genuinely curious on the questions they would ask me. Because I guess I would have to play a part and role in that. Huh? <laughs> like that one time... Oh, we're not going to get into it. Never mind. That was disgusting on my part. Talk about like right here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the cup, yeah, yeah. And then like that, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I try to forget it. I'm like, this nigga really did that in front of me. I, At yeah. 17 years of age. That was a long ass time ago. You're fucking disgusting. Also, you know, you want to know something crazy? <laughs> Snapchat came out in 2011. Yeah. That shit's wild to me. Because somebody said something today to me. I was like, oh, the fuck up. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I feel like a scumbag. So that's why I had to Google what when this Snapchat camp come out. And then, like, once they said that, and I was like, oh, shit. Damn, time's moving. But Yeah, man, that's crazy, man. It's like, <clears throat> I want to see a recap of all the nudes. All the... <laughs> you know, every fucked up moment, all the, all the drunk moments that, like, I've... That Snapchat won't let us see. They need to do like an uncensored recap. Snapchat used to indict niggas too. Yeah, they did. Yeah. <coughs> I got in trouble a couple times. And, you know, they'd be like, oh, I see who's on your best friends list. I'm like, why do you give a fuck? You know, <laughs> like, what? You know what's funny too is like. talking to me, ain't you? I had all the homies on mine, but I was on. I ain't gonna lie. I was a messy bitch. I was on all the girls. And then some. <laughs> Definitely some niggas added my Snapchat because, you know, say it would say your Snapchat. My nigga was like, hey, fam, why are you on my girl's Snapchat? Yeah, you were right? fucking disgusting. Yeah, Relax. That, yeah. I wasn't that bad, but I was I was definitely on some demon time shit. But before it was even like demon, he was just like a. It was a regular nigga. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Snapchatted me back, bro. What you want me to do? Uh, Fuck, I had a topic, man. I had a topic in my mind, and I was getting ready to say it, but, like, fucking... Then we started talking about everything else. What did it have to do with it? Documentary? Um, Snapchat? Um, um... Not drinking, drinking? Um... Let's see, let's see. <coughs> I have no idea. Um, fuck, man. I hate when I do this shit. I can't even blame it on the drinking because I'm not drinking. <laughs> was it spicy? Was it like a spicy topic? Spicy? No. <laughs> Nothing in my life spicy. Wait. I'm lying. <laughs> Is there something you want to talk about outside of that topic? All right. Let's see. I don't know. I did have a... Let's see. What happened in my life like the last couple of days or so? Um... Went on a date Friday night. That was actually that was actually really good. I enjoyed that. If she ever wants to um, Snapchat me back again, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, then I would highly appreciate that. But um, let's see what else. Hung out with our boy Caleb. Shout out to Caleb at um, his boy's new bar, which is on. The east side of Des Moines, I should have known. As soon as he said Hubble, I was like, oh, that's the east side. <laughs> and um, But, yeah, that was a very fun time. 
that was a very nice, interesting time, except for some key moments that will not be named that were kind of abrupt and made the night kind of pooey. But other than that, oh, look, oh, she actually just texted me back now. Yay. Um, but yeah, uh, as far as fucking have we did a topic on dating yet? Like where to go? I'm trying to see this. I'm I'm trying to see this Black Widow with somebody's daughter. I'm just saying. Nigga, if I see Black Widow, it's gonna be on Disney Plus. Scarlett Johansson just keeps getting finer and finer. I don't know what it is about her. Ain't she? Yeah, she's supposed to be. Technically, she's supposed to be dead. Like, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, so definitely a prequel. <laughs> Which is a weird timing for the movie to come out when you think about it. I feel like I feel like a blockbuster had to happen especially in the time that we've like gone through within the last year or so. So like there had to be something to put people's asses in seats. You know, something to be interesting especially and it had to be, and it had to be a superhero movie. I felt like it had to be a Marvel movie, you know. I mean, from what I'm hearing it's decent. It's not going to be the Marvel movie that's going to Somebody told me it was bussing. I was like, really? Is it? Is was it, it really bussing? What? Was it a female? No. It was a plain dude. <laughs> I feel like it's a nigga that don't really watch Marvel like that. <laughs> they probably don't. But I'm going to check it out. I'm just not in a hurry to check it out. I feel that. And, uh, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully I go on dates soon. I ain't rushing it, but I'll put it out there. Guess you can shoot your shot, ladies. If you want. Did you say something about dick? Date. Oh. Nigga. I was say, what the fuck? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What the fuck? You said that? I mean, if you... that uh, that's Hopefully all, I go on a dick soon. That's all I said. That's all you. I mean... Out of pocket. I'm still going to love you. Just because I don't get no bitches. That's what I think. I don't get bitches, but make it relax. Like, some of y'all niggas be tripping. So, uh, I, I messaged her at, like, 5 o'clock, and I said, what are you doing? She said, sleeping you. I'm like, oh, all right. I guess this is, I already see where this is going to go. Oh, yeah, stop being boring, too. Who, me? No, females. I'm trying, man, but fuck, they don't want to mess Females, dog. Cause that's what I'm saying. Like, I know I'm not boring. I know I could be somewhat, I could know I can make a night interesting. Like, if you're boring because you got life going on. If kinda, I were dating you, I'd be bored. The fuck is that supposed to mean? What, oh, what, <laughs> what I just said. I'm actually not boring when I actually talk. And there's females that could testify to that. So, like, so if I were to date you, where are you taking me? Okay. <laughs> Can you put yourself outside of this hypothetical? What? Can you put yourself outside of this hypothetical? Okay. Not you. Like, what are we doing? Um, <laughs> I'm going to this coffee shop or this bopa shop that Fucking I know. Coffee about. shop. Because I'm not spending money on an actual date. Because like, I know you fuck with me. And not the fact that you're getting a meal. I feel like that's very important to know that the female fucks with you. Not the meal. See what you what, what, what you about to say? You about to take him somewhere else? 
about to take them on a lunch, nice dinner. You want to dress up? It's actually very. That's actually very well put. I respect that, and I start. I need to start fucking doing that myself. So there you go. Because actually, what you said, you said you went on a date last weekend. So where'd you go? Fuck, I went to this one place. Um, it was. It's like a Franca's Pizzeria, which is like it sits right across the street from the courthouse. Not the courthouse. I'm fucking lying. Um, the place where you pay your tickets. I should know because I got like three of them. <laughs> Oh fuck! It's like all right. Um, See, that's the ice skating rink. It's like down that way, like across See, where a, they built like the new fucking apartments and shit. That's a terrible place to take a girl. The reason why I say that is because I was fucking hungry. I don't give a fuck. Well, okay. <laughs> See that oh, that's that's the main reason. But I'm saying it's a terrible spot because you want a girl to talk about herself on the first date, which she did. But I mean, if she's eating, she ain't really talking about herself. You felt like you had some fire ass conversations. There's times, there's times before and after the food comes out. I guess that can't be true, but because she's stuffing her face. Because think, think about it like this too: is like you got treated like in a weird way, like a reward system. Because if you're not unique on a date, then um, if you're not unique on a date. You're going to get put in the category with other people. Because especially if she's like, if she's not single, single, and she has options, she goes on dates. She goes on a date with another dude who goes, say, like, like out to eat. Like, all the dates have been the same. You're like, you want to stand out. And another thing, too, is like, when I stand out, too, is like, next time I, like, this is random, but next time I hook up with a girl, I'm going to step on her face. Like, sexually? Yeah. All right, man. You do you. You do that. But 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 the reason I say that is because think about it. Say you have sex with a girl, and it's only fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes is like a just right time, but it's not a long time. Say she's used to like twenty or thirty. I don't know. She just had an ex that she just broke up with. If you step on her face for like thirty seconds. Stepping on someone's face is going to seem like a long ass time. Think about it. If you have a foot on your face, you're going to feel like that foot was on your face for a long ass time. So that's that's the type of bag I'm on like when I when I do that eventually. But I I know the algorithm too, so it's not like no one's really listening to this point. But still, <laughs> why can't you just love <laughs> love these females, man? Why can't you just stream with respect? <laughs> Who says I don't? What you just said, literally. <laughs> that don't mean I love him? All right. <laughs> anyway, I need to get my fucking ear cleaned out, my left ear, because it's going on about a month and a half that I haven't been able to really, like, hear shit in this left ear. And it's starting to get very irritating. I don't want to be half deaf. Yeah, that would be terrible. I, I couldn't do that. I might be... I might be looking into some problematic situations as I get older because I don't take care of my eyes. I don't take care of my ears. <laughs> I drink a lot. I try to, so I try to eat carrots and shit like split that. Like, head, split my head open at work, like fucking. 
Like, uh, anybody that dazed me just know I am damaged goods <laughs> as far as physicality goes. And, um, you know, proceed at your own cost. <laughs> proceed at your own caution, I guess. And I'm going into it thinking that you're the same, too. So it's a win-win <laughs> for all of us. Just bulk on being some cast and fucked up. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Is there anything else uh, that you want to touch on? Uh, I need to find Phoenix a fucking present. That's what I need. But, like, I was thinking about this at work all day. I damn near almost texted this man. Talking about, hey, what do you want? I'm just going to surprise him. I might just have to cash up. Like, Phoenix would be that type of person that, like, getting him a gift is not worth it because... This nigga that man is very appreciative. Shout out to our boy, too. Of course, he of course. But what I'm saying is, like, he would be the type of nigga that, like, he could go literally. He'll literally <laughs> use anything. Like, <laughs> But what I'm saying is he would be the type of dude that would go get whatever he wants to go get. Yeah. Being a vintage, you know, collector and things of that nature. Like, he would find whatever he's trying to find. So it might not even be worth <laughs> trying to get him. Like, it's not like you can out-surprise Phoenix. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Mm. That's like me with vinyl collecting. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So that's why I was like, I'd rather give you the cash that funds whatever you're trying to go get rather than go get you some shit that you're not going to like as much as whatever <laughs> it is originally. I don't know what I'm getting you for your birthday. Probably not a damn fucking thing. I don't expect much. All right. To be honest. Uh, as you shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why that was statement. <laughs> I, I really don't. I don't. Expect a lot of happy birthdays. I don't really expect no surprise. Don't do no surprise shit either. Yeah, fuck that surprise shit. Uh, I'm okay. I appreciate and love everybody that threw me a surprise birthday party a few, a couple years ago. That was very genuine. I loved each and every moment of it, sober or not. I love you guys for that. But like, that was very. Oh, like, that was nice. Yeah. I, that was the first time I ever been a part of some shit. I was like, okay, I fucks with this idea. But I'm saying don't throw me no surprise shit because I might not even go. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah. Be like, damn, we're be heard at. Oh, he's at the crib. Fuck. Nigga ain't coming. Yeah, nigga ain't said he ain't coming. That ruined the whole surprise. And then they're like, nigga, we threw you a party. Try to call you, FaceTime you, nothing. Fucking. <laughs> All right, shit. Who's next in line? Tyler? All right, cool. Whose birthday is after? Whose birthday is after you that's actually in the friend group, I think? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Nothing comes to mind right away. Not a November, damn person. October. When's Sway's birthday? I don't give a fuck. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's, uh, it's, it already passes June. Okay. June 11th, I think. Okay, yeah, that sounds right because I do remember. I, I think I did wish him happy birthday. I remember that now. I just, yeah, like you said. I we got the fucking tyrant's birthday coming in August, August 18th. Mr. Leo himself. The I'll, goat of goats. I'll probably just send that nigga money. He's supposed to be coming back, supposedly. <coughs> and if he comes back. I'm saying the fuck from away from y'all niggas. If he comes back, I got to be in like. I got to be physically ready for Brent to come back. Like, I got to get in shape. 
I gotta get in drinking shape. To well, I mean, it's just gonna be visiting. <laughs> so where what? It's just gonna be visiting. I know. We were literally drunk for seventy two. Yeah, that's true. Like y'all, y'all some dickheads because y'all sure did pick me up. Like bottles were just in the back, just empty bottles of cans. I was like, what the fuck? It was literally drinking while we were picking you up. (laughs) I should have just told y'all niggas. I'll just beat y'all there, bro. (laughs) Yeah, he's my Keith Richards to my Ace Farley. We're both some wild men, young men, still young men. But if we keep going like this, we're not going to be young men anymore. We're not even. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I need to get physically prepared for that if he comes. Because I can't take another 72-hour binge, especially in the place that I live in. (laughs) Especially the stairs I got to walk up. Mm. (laughs) Both y'all niggas falling. Oh my god, that that staircase is a demon. Um, shit. Yeah, I guess he is coming. Yeah, I don't know. I'll kick it, but I don't know. I, I think I might have to be the DD or something because y'all niggas, y'all niggas are too much. Tyler, is there anything you want to say in your closing statement? Um. Apart from everything that has happened this last week, like I said, you know, I'm going to continue to be me. I'm going to continue to be the Tyler that you all hopefully know and love. And I just, I want this to be a learning thing for me on future references and just like moving on with, you know, being being able to know people's story a lot because, like, you know, fuck. You know, people actually go through real-life shit like that. So, like, for me, it's one of those things where, like, you just got to be able to know what you're saying and be able to know the weight that you have behind it and also stand on your ground for what you what you say. If it's something that's problematic like that was, then... And wholeheartedly and as ignorant as that was, then I will be able to take that back and I will apologize for that, you know, and yeah, just be a good person, man, through and through or try to be, man. It's not, it's not, it's not about, it's not about the results, about the process and that, you know, so keep living every day and take, take what's, take what's now, you know, and don't wait until later, just do what you want to do now. And that's that's how I live my life by. Like, I'm just taking what I have now and just, like, not even thinking, really thinking about the future really all that much, you know? Because, fuck, it's going to come here. It's inevitable. But the things that you do now is what will shape that. So hopefully I'm doing the right things now. Or I'm doing the fun things now so I can do funner shit later. I feel that. Um, I love you guys. Hopefully, you still love me somehow. Yeah, man. Give us a chance to grow, man. Give us a chance to grow. Give us a chance to learn. Give us a chance to hear us out thoughtfully. And even if you disagree with it, just try to understand where we're coming from. That's all I ask. And then, yeah, if you generally disagree with it, I feel like if you know me and Tyler, like we're we're attainable, we're not hard to reach. It might you know it might take me a day and a half to get to you, but I'll I'll talk to anyone about anything uh, if I can. 
and have that genuine conversation if I have time. I will definitely make that effort. So <clears throat> all we can do is grow from it. Or if not, you know, that, that's who we are. And I hope you accept this when it comes to certain things. Obviously, if you dislike something, you have every right to. But, yeah, hopefully you listen to this episode. Hopefully you learn something from it. Hopefully you got a better understanding of us and, not like, our thought process of things. Hopefully you found some humor and enjoyment in that theory. I think that theory is kind of right to some degree. Um, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, um, be sure to rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts. I learned that to be in the top, I think, 15%. I think it's 15%. To be in the top 15% of podcasts, we just need 28 plays. Now, 28 plays is fucking doable. Fuck yeah, man. I mean, fuck. I mean, so, I, I, I'm i interesting enough. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So anyway, so when you see that, when you see Tyler Brown out or on, on the story, uh, on Twitter, uh, I'm telling you, people retweets and and likes and putting that on your story does wonders, does fucking wonders. Help us grow up the algorithm so we can learn and get better and do more for people. Because like, you know, what I'm saying if we have the money from the podcast and we're able to do more, you know, we maybe put that research into foundations and charities. I would love to do something like that. Uh. Yeah, man. 28 plays is all we need. So so share with a friend, tell a friend, um, rate it, all that good stuff. Sorry for dying on the podcast, but this is actually the best I sounded all, all week since Thursday, which is kind of sad, but it is what it is there. Hopefully I feel better tomorrow, and hopefully I can have a run back for you tomorrow. I want to try to get someone on there. It's a big, very important guest to me on there, and... I don't know if we'll do another podcast this week. I want to shoot for two, but we could do Thursday. Wait, yeah, we could do Thursday. Can we do Thursday? What am I doing Thursday? Not shit. Okay, yeah, we could do Thursday. Wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Friday here or Friday like your place in the deep parts of Sherman Hill. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me see how my Friday go. I'm. We're going to try to shoot for Friday. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Yeah, maybe Actually, maybe do like a light one and then do a Patreon because we need to do a Patreon in a minute too. Maybe I'm feeling do. faded and X-rated. Yeah, <laughs> definitely on a Patreon. But nonetheless, love you guys. Till next time. Bye.